0: We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood?
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the California Penal League Podcast. I am Steve. With me, as always, is Chris and Fabs. And I got to say, even though the last episode that we did was called the official goodbye to the Cleveland Indians postseason chances. Dare I say they're getting some hopes up? I don't know. The Indians, as of right now, it's uh what Thursday night. This will come out early in the next week. So who knows on a, a weekend series might go awry, but as of right now, your Cleveland Indians are a game over 500 after taking the series from the very lowly Texas Rangers. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's some and there's some stuff going on here where Savali is. Aaron Savali's on some rehab assignments. Shane Bieber's starting to throw off of a mound. Cal Quantrill is an animal. Unfortunately, Tristan McKenzie's on the IL, but we won't talk about that. Maybe it's some fatigue. Maybe it's because he has thrown way more innings than he ever has. Just
0: get used to that for the next like three years until he puts on like fifty pounds. Fifty pounds of
2: weight. To quote the Beatles, "You say goodbye, I say hello." Oh,
0: oh! the beat. we say hello, hello to an old friend in Logan Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, boys. Hopefully, his stay is only here for 10 days. <sighs> I was sweating it out
1: with uh, Sam Henches on the mound tonight against the Rangers, but he got out of a couple jams. That game should not have been tied because Jose just really laid a ball at third base for a two-run yes. error. But what are you going to do?
0: And, and you know what? That piggyback game that he had last week, and uh, even you know, today he's showing some things. I think there's something there between Henches and Stefan. And well, you're I looking at bullpen guys for next here year. for it. I'm very, those here are our two it. long bullpen guys. Yeah, I actually put it in the notes and I took them out just because it didn't seem like it fit this week. I think it's a better topic, maybe in a month. Uh, but looking at the roster for next year, those are your two long guys. And if you have to piggyback a game, yeah. it seems like you might have something there. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Well, again, you know, on any, in any given season, you're usually going to run through seven, eight. Even, even when
0: people are healthy, you're still going to run through seven or mm-hmm. eight starters. So I think, unfortunately, with McKenzie was and i were just alluding to you know what he might only go 150 innings he might miss he might only make you know 27 28 starts a season yeah so you're gonna have to have you know some options available
1: well you've gotten extended looks at at this point sam henches eli morgan logan allen which you know hey look i don't want to rip the guy i I want him, he's still I want young him to too. succeed. He's still super young. However, we've also got uh, Peyton Battenfield coming up. Cody Moss is still floating around. Uh, Cody Morris. In, Morris. Scott I'm Moss. so sorry. Scott Moss. Yeah, Scott Moss is chilling in AAA. And I think he was hurt this year. So I don't think. Yeah,
0: he's been. It, predominantly. Yeah, his season got
1: derailed through season. injuries. But like, that's another guy that's just sitting there that could be of service next year. So between, and, uh, Morris actually, I saw his projecting possibly as even a bullpen arm. Cause he can like really pump it in the high nineties. So there's that possibility as well. But anyway, it, it's quite a, you know, just insane pipeline of pitching as usual. Plus all the other arms that are just floating around, um, in the lower levels. So trade bait, there's a lot of trade bait. Um, but I gotta say, man, I, you know, we were just saying before we hit record uh, hit record here that you know no matter what happens with like what 40 games left or whatever, the Indians are a game over 500. and yeah. to think of the adversity that that they've been able to push through is pretty incredible. like just taking a step back and being like, look, even if they you know obviously most likely don't make the playoffs. I don't know. I, I don't know how you can look at this season and like not say on, to some degree it's going to end up being a success. Right? Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Uh, rewind to our guesses of their win total for the year. We all said, I think the highest was 90. By I said one
1: 89.
2: You said 89. Okay, that was the highest. Yeah, it was 80, like 89. Days. 87, 85. I think we're somewhere like, it was like, yeah, we were... Very so, like, close. they're on pace right now to be 83, 84, maybe 85 wins. Or if they go in a little bit of a heater, because their schedule's not too, too crazy, they could get close to, you know, 87, 88 wins. From Ju- Since June, we've missed our three best pitchers for a majority of the time. Yep. Granted, we didn't think Cal Quantrill would turn into goddamn Nolan Ryan. But, like, yeah, this season's definitely a success. I mean, I I'm... I'm bummed we're not in the playoffs, and I and I wholly believe had Bieber and Savali stayed healthy, we would definitely be in the play. We'd be challenging for the division right now. Like I, Certainly. I think maybe we'd be like two games back in the division or something. Like we we would be right there. Mm-hmm. And I have a crazy stat for you. So of yeah, uh, according to Baseball Reference of the current pitchers uh, or pitchers recently with the Padres: Gore, Marahan, uh Weathers, Quantrill, Paddock, Lamet, Snell, Clevenger, Darvish. And Musgrove, the one with the highest WAR for 2021 is Cal Quantrill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crazy. The
0: one they were like, uh, they strike they again,
2: up. folks. They strike again when we were Steve and I were texting. Like, this is all they got for Clevenger. They got a haul for for Bower, and he had less control. Like, what is this? And then you you have Cal Quantrill's this gem out of it.
1: I know, and it's it's again one of those instances where you just say, I trust the player development and I trust the scouting departments for Cleveland. It's like time and time again, they show you that they are just masters of identifying talent in other organizations and like making the moves well, to, to acquire and you brought
0: it. a brought field. That was a, you know, a, a last second deal that the, the guy has been pitching Phenomenally. Now Mm -hmm. it's a very small sample size, but yeah, he should start out the season next year in Columbus and who knows how things go. And you traded Jordan Luplow for him. (laughs) It's like (laughs) incredible.
1: I mean, That's unbelievable, and the same goes for like Miles Straw, who like I don't think anyone on the planet is complaining about what he's no. doing with the Indians. He's been hitting three hundred
0: since he got here. Has raised his batting average since coming here. Has played a phenomenal defense. Like, oh my what god, more I love it. Ask. I mean, let me. you. Yeah, he gives
2: us an outfielder. Like he, we have firmly in place one of our outfield
0: positions set for next. You year. write Miles Straw in pen for next yes. year in center field.
1: And to be honest with Miles Straw in center, I know we've written him off like probably like a hundred thousand times, but I like Bradley Zimmer a lot more as a right fielder right now than I do.
0: I as like a center. F- I like any any one of these guys as da- a right Daniel fielder Daniel Johnson left fielder. Mm-hmm. Like they're all starting to kind of click. And I was looking at some of their numbers, and I'm and I, again not to give away some of the like my thoughts for the roster construction for next year but i started looking i go okay you got the three kind of competing guys in zimmer mercado and johnson you have harold ramirez who has done nothing but hit you know not for power but hit and play a solid defense and we're still talking about trading for someone this offseason and if you go and make that trade and you can now basically make Zimmer or Mercado or Johnson your fourth outfielder. They can all play all three of the outfield spots, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you could theoretically get them into about 100 games by just having them be the guy who subs in for 15 games, you know, for straw and center and 25 for Harold and right. you know, just it's giving amazing. these guys Let's these days off. At
2: bats. Some like regularity, what he can do. And it's amazing when Bradley Zimmer isn't throwing his body around all over goddamn center field, crashing into walls and getting injured. Like stay also in right field, the dude. He has
0: two farthest hit home runs. <laughs> it's in- What was the the bet on betting line on that one? Exactly. (laughs) Plus eight thousand. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I think that's I think it was probably plus fifty thousand. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) well, I've seen (laughs) no one would have
1: guessed that. Well, that home run that he hit into like the the far reaches of Pronkville tonight today against the the Rangers. And then that one that he like just cleared the heritage park like trees. Yeah. The interesting thing about Zimmer, and I've seen some people allude to like his new stance a little bit where he doesn't crouch as much, but like he's that bat speed of his. Something's gone, something's happened where I don't know if he's like he's got his hands in a different position to get his bat through the zone quicker, but he's catching up to like high fastballs and he's not getting cheated on some of those. He'll get cheated on a lot of other stuff. He still strikes out way too much, but. Yeah, the the
0: thirty plus strikeout.
1: Ooh, percentage.
0: yikes! <laughs> but
1: dude, imagine imagine just cutting that down by five to seven percent by next year. Right. You raise your average probably to, to like two sixty. Yeah, he's, you know, if it's he's hitting two sixty, and, and, and with especially like like if he is, i take
0: it. I don't know about eighteen. I don't know. know man. He's he's, an, he's improving. If he plays every day. He's improving
2: day, so much. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I don't think I. I don't think he will play every day. I still think whoever "quote unquote" wins this battle, yeah, because you still have Josh Naylor. Well, you he, did yeah, you still have yeah. Naylor. Like I think whoever "quote unquote" wins this outfield battle of all these young guys now is going to be the fourth outfielder, but they're going to get a lot of playing time. I don't think I think they're going to get to play in like. 100, 120 games. So, I mean, yeah, what does that going see like a, a lot a of 400 bats. at bats, 3, Somewhere in there. 400 world, but, at bats, something like that. But yeah. that's kind of what I'm envisioning. And I mean, his rookie yeah. season, Zimmer had eight home runs. I think he's up to six now on the season, six or seven. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think like that. he's at His six. stat line, actually, he's his stat six. line is oddly very similar to his rookie year. Okay. Um, I like that he has Luis Gonzalez
2: forearms. I think that's amazing. Are you suggesting he's juicing? No, I don't think. He's definitely not juicing. (laughs) He doesn't have the veins popping out like Luis Gonzalez did. I just like the odd shape of his forearms.
0: Um, I mean, Fabs, it has been like 25 years, and steroids... Have made advances. So. You're, so, you're right. They yeah. have. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's not. I mean, but if I'm he's juicing, it's like the least effective is. juicing ever.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I said, he's turning on some balls these days, and it's it's a beautiful sight. But uh you know, the the outfield's interesting. Um the other thing that's interesting, I could throw a wrinkle into some of the outfield plans, is a guy that I definitely want to talk about a little bit and who's just Tearing the absolute cover off the ball in a Med Rosario, uh, who's closing in on something like a four hundred, almost almost a four hundred average in August. <laughs> so, you know, but what's funny is I was looking it up. When you just take April out of the equation for Rosario, he's been like a three hundred hitter most of the year, which is pretty great. So, I find him to be an interesting character because he
0: is an enigma.
1: Well, he's an enigma because here's the thing about him is like you look at his, you look at like his like raw like the, the surface level numbers and you're like, okay, that's great. Like he's hitting 287, 287 uh, yeah. on is still below average. You're like, okay, doesn't have much power here, which is fine. His spray charts pretty tight because like he his carries the ball makes you, you know. well, the defense your butt for dear life. The defense he has, like, the he's among shortstops, he's 24th in like a negative two outs above average. So he's pretty bad. Uh, It's short. He had like a zero in center, which is like not the worst, but his advanced stats are pretty weird in that, like, his exit velocity is like ridiculously low and his walk percentages are crazy low. The thing is, he just makes contact. So, like, hey,
0: sometimes that's that's all
1: you need. It, Sometimes but, that's all you need. I'll tell you what: when you're when you're top your top four in your lineup are Miles Straw, Med Rosario, Jose Ramirez, and Fran
0: Reyes. I will take that every day of the week. It's yeah. It's you a can't great. Score, it, it, you can't really win games by hitting solo home runs.
1: Well, no. I mean, the home runs have to come naturally. I think the Indians have hit maybe in ten straight games now a home run,
3: but it's yeah. But I'm
1: saying, it, but no. But what I'm saying more is let it. Yeah, let it come naturally. It's not like I have eight Joey Gallows on my team. I have. That'd be, that'd be a weird ass team. I'd love to see it, dude. That's actually, hell I don't know. How, I don't know if that would be like completely <laughs> fucked up at
2: first or base. What, that'd but. be a hell of a first base. <laughs> first base, <laughs> right field. <laughs> yeah, a whole
1: shift. To if right. you just were like, if you just went to your your lineup and were like, none of you sons of bitches are going to do anything but aim for the fences.
0: Yeah, or try to walk. You're all gonna hit 235, with dude. 235 for Joey Gallo is like a great Phenomenal, year. He's hitting yeah, like I that's I a breakout year.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that's a break. He's he's like, really got his eye on the dude.
1: Ball he'll hit here. like he'll hit 212 and hit like 45 homers. It's great. Is the Adam Dunn? It's Adam Dunn. Yeah. You know? Imagine
0: if that man just
1: <laughs> he was a man hit ahead the of his ball time. a little bit better. Oh my god. But Adam what's Dunn, interesting? I love
0: him. Yeah,
1: ugh, I know, and I do like Joey Gallo too, but the thing about rosario is that like you were saying there chris is like he's kind of i would say maybe second base would be his best like, yeah possibility but he's kind of a man without a position now and it's really 100%. interesting to see what you're going to do with him he probably is that super utility guy but getting Here's his bat the lineup I... every day is going to be interesting
0: yeah no 100 percent. because the way i'm starting to look at this team for next year and maybe Maybe now in hindsight, I should have just kept all the these thoughts in the notes, but I think you want to bring back Naylor slowly, not to mention he's probably going to need some rehab to start the year. Like, he's probably a June return. I'm, yeah. A, I'm imagining, yeah, I'm imagining yeah, late May, June for him. So maybe you give Bobby Bradley the first crack at first base and then. Hey, you're either sinking or swimming. And Naylor takes over, or splits time, or whatever. Uh, isn't Ahmed Rosario, Rosario, Rosario kind of goes, tall? couldn't he play first? If like it came I down to it, I was he's just about to say that. I was just about to say that he's 6'2", and I'm so done watching Owen Miller and Yu Chang play first base. Yeah, like uh, that experiment. Like I'm done with it, but. I'll watch the uh, Madre, uh, Madre Rosario first base experiment yeah. for a month or two. Yeah, I'm not in. I'm not
1: opposed to that. I mean, you're gonna have to find some somewhere to put him. And I mean, I don't care that he has no power. I want that. I want his bat in the lineup, <laughs> no yeah. matter what, man. Get get. I I understand Send that. Him. Like, Just when he slumps, he slumps hard. Because like, if he's not seeing the ball well, he'll still strike out a ton and he doesn't do much else so like he's got to be locked in but like everything going back to when he was literally one of the top prospects in all of baseball said that he was like he makes exceptional contact and so the other thing too with him is he's arbitration eligible next year so it'll be interesting to see what the Indians do with him in terms of what they have to
0: pay him well i think there's going to be a natural um like friction with a lot of these guys but I think there will be some casualties as well. I was starting to look at it a little bit. I don't know. I'll say this. I don't think you're going to see Roberto Perez and Austin Hedges on this team next year. You're going to get one. You're going to get one, you know, one of the two.
1: I think Perez is probably gone. I've been thinking that recently is like, yeah, I I just, it's like, you hate, you hate to see him go, but like, he's just becoming too fragile, which is what happens to catchers. And his bat hasn't really been much, uh, anything to write home about over the last couple of years. And at some point you've got to move on. And say Lawson okay, well, Hedges be like essentially 32 seems to or
0: 33, I think. Yeah. Next yeah, season. Yeah.
1: And they've got names coming up potentially. They got a number of catching exactly. prospects. Hedges is great defensively. I mean, he really he, he's like very similar to Roberto Perez. And like I like the energy that he brings to the team. Yeah. And it's like, do I want my catcher hitting 180? No. But I mean there's really isn't for the Indians there really isn't. <laughs> I don't want option, the backup option. hitting 180 either. <laughs> right. It's like what what do you want to do here? It's like do I want to sign do I want to like commit what it's going to be like probably like 5 million dollars.
0: Probably a little bit more. He'll probably be closer to 6 next year I thought. You
1: know, it's like that's an easy I mean that that makes it somewhat of an easy easy decision to be like mm, I'd rather tie up that money with like Ahmed Rosario. Which is like he's gonna because I think Which he's making a couple million this he's year. He's probably
0: gonna be just bel- he's probably gonna be just below that. He'll if he's arbitration eligible, he'll probably be making four and a half easily. Yeah. yeah, I mean the
1: way he's hit this year.
2: I know they're gonna start. You know they're gonna spend a little bit more money next year. But you, you just, always in the back of your mind, you're thinking about that Bieber extension and hundred uh, the Jose Ramirez extension. I think is like. I think that's the most important extension.
1: Because the Bieber not, he's one the might be a pipe dream.
2: Team. Yeah, the Bieber one probably
0: is a pipe dream, but maybe or maybe he's like, "Oh crap! If I get hurt again, like yes. I got hurt this year, right? that's true. Maybe I don't get my payday. That's true. So maybe well, let me ask you. I mean, my dad's couldn't... been
1: texting me. Hey, my dad's texting me that they, that if the Indians were um, smart, they would consider trading Bieber." for, like, a massive haul. And I'm like,
0: I'm dude, dude, he's I had, not wrong. He's I don't not know, wrong, man. <laughs> but I don't want to do that. He said,
1: he's like, I've seen enough with Quantrill and McKenzie. I would roll with it. Like, if you had a four, if your four was, like, uh, Savali, set Quantrill, McKenzie, and then, like, whatever arms are coming up, and you were like, we'll trade Bieber for, like, a massive bat or two. It's like uh, yeah, a massive man, bat. No, probably. I
0: need f- like an everyday. I need like an everyday outfield bat. Like and a I, good, and and game, like your top, like really prospect, like legit, like. And yeah, and, and right. you like, know you what's gonna, to gonna be insane. great is like Here, get, Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Ooh, I wanna hear I wanna hear the To deal. the Pirates. <laughs> okay. Because I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Just wish this into coming, much like I wish the Eddie Rosario thing. So <laughs> Yeah, right. right. Um, my track record's really bad. To the Pirates. And it's a package deal, so it includes some prospects on our end. And we get in return Cabrian Hayes and Brian, Brian
1: Reynolds. Dude, if you were if you were trading Shane Bieber for those two, you could do that straight up. I wouldn't give up anything else to be like you getting an AL Cy Young
0: winner, who's like you got control over like the next like three
1: years, three years. Yeah, <laughs> you can. I end. don't
0: even know why. I I don't even know why we would need Hayes because he plays third base. But you know, I mean, here shit. we are. We'll find. A way. I was like, you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> can, <laughs> it out. He can
2: learn how to play first base. Fuck it. Yeah, it's not that hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> I played first base.
0: <laughs> like, go so, go also, go down to the Chris,
2: Chris. You know they'll be like, oh, also there's this like. Eighteen-year-old single A arm that we saw. Can we have him too? And then he becomes Shane Bieber in like four
0: years. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. know They somehow like
0: sneak that dude. Into yeah. The, they'll sneak the some. Oh, what about
2: this random guy? Oh yeah. Yeah. You, we'll oh, you want too. like
0: our like thirty-second ranked prospect? Sure. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Weird. I would. Oh God, that's.
2: Honestly, like, I don't want to lose Bieber. Like, I love Shane Bieber. I would do that. Like, with how some of these. It's like, not
1: the craziest idea. It's not I mean, the cra- It's that's what's insane
2: about it, is like with h- what Cal Quantro has done and what McKenzie has like shown and how good they are at evaluating arm talent. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some random dude right now who's like, oh, he's going to be our fifth starter. We're going to move everybody. Like, Savalio will be our, our ace and we'll just move everybody up.
1: Yeah. You could even, I mean, hell, you could even sign a guy. If you really want to do like pat out the back end of the rotation. I did not think yeah. this conversation would turn into a, a trading Shane Bieber, but I, you know, I guess it just speaks to again, the absurd pitching depth that this team constantly has that you could even entertain the notion and be like, like in a re in a real world scenario that like would never happen. Like that would be insane.
0: Well, that's but- why I lose my mind on when I read the reports on twitter that you know somebody will say the team is listening to offers for Bieber. well they're dumb not to yeah no shit yeah doesn't if you want to give us your entire farm system him. yeah if someone's gonna come to you with a godfather type offer you take it mm-hmm. but then there's the twitter people who don't know how to read that are, oh, the news are Shane Bieber. It's like, no, that's not what this guy is saying at all. They're listening and you're
1: dumb not to listen. These are the same people that just do nothing but talk shit about the Dolans and say yeah, that yes. this team is complete dog shit and, and people who don't, like, I went to this uh, last Saturday's game uh, where McKenzie pitched against the Angels and pitched fantastic and
2: oh, that was a good know, game to go
1: to it was a great game it was fantastic and on the home run porch and everything it was beautiful and the it's always very enlightening you know I, I like people being at the games okay like I want because it was like their biggest crowd of the year so it was like nearly it was, was a great crowd it was a it was a huge. Tiny yeah. it was awesome I, I mean it was Which pretty electric we in there. held them to two hits yeah, baby. I think he struck out like us. three times in that game. So, in that game, yeah. 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 But the thing is, that's interesting is like sometimes when you're at a game, you're talking about like, you know, sometimes you hear the Twitter people in real life. And, and, it's, and like,
0: yeah, you're like, your spider like, senses tingle.
1: You know, like, uh, like, oh no. Like Brian Shaw came in, I think, in that game and he gave up a hit. And was by there that just time? Like a
0: collective moan. Well, it
1: was like a couple of the people down the row were just like, who's this guy? He sucks. And it's just like, you know, baseball is so weird in that like a, a reliever gives up a hit. Like, I understand Brian Shaw has this weird thing with fans. Like, I understand that. But like, this was somebody who was like coming at it where like, it's like, well, I don't watch a lot of baseball and I just saw this guy give up a hit and he fucking sucks. So, like, <laughs> you're, you're, that's like, I love that people go to a game. And are there to have fun. But like that's the same mentality of people on like social media who like aren't actually watching, but like will piss all over whatever the team's doing. Like if they lose two in a row, it's like oh screw this. Or anything that happens that's negative, it's like, oh, they suck. Like, don't, you know. Yet again, the Dolans let us down by not, I don't know, going out there and playing as well. I I don't know. But and it's it's there's been a lot of that this year, like I mean, the negativity is just nuts. Like, uh, well, I I, think
0: a lot of uh, that negativity is tied to folks angry about other things.
1: Well, there's the guardians thing. Like I wrote, so I've been writing some, I'll plug it. I've been writing some things for, uh, uh, the site, a way back gone, which is an Indian, the fan site an Indians site. And. One thing I wrote was like, you know, like eight prospects you'll see in a Cleveland guardians uniform next year, which is an objective truth that like, if they're coming up next year, you'll see them in a guardians uniform. Right. And like, dude, I can't even begin. There were 300 and some comments on the, on the Facebook post and like 200 of them were like, don't you mean Cleveland Indians dumbass?" or like. You've lost, like, the team's lost my money forever. I'm going to go watch the Reds and, like, that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> okay. I mean, Half it was just, in, like.
0: Eating your Skyline chili and watching Diarrhea
1: socks You know, they're like, oh, great. Eight prospects. Like, well, what are we, a quadruple A team? And it's like, well, dumbass, no. Because at any given point on any season, young people come, young players come up, and, like, you should be thrilled that a that a top prospect like Gabriel Ari- Gabriel Arias is going to be here. So like I, it's like you can't you it's like you can't talk to them about this stuff because like so many people are just like no, I'm not going to listen to that shit,
0: you know. I got it, I got it buried a little further down in my notes for today's episode. You know, we could be the Orioles and have just gone through a 19 game losing streak. The Dude, Orioles
2: have not been good since like the 90s. They had like one mid yeah,
0: years. Like, they had that like like you. Wanna, you really want to talk?
1: Yeah,
2: with like Chris Davis. Yeah,
0: yeah. You really want to talk? You know, we could be the Orioles, which the best thing they have going for them right now is that graphs. Maybe we were actually just talking about that before you jumped on Fabs. Oh no. Yeah, we'll. Uh, I'm interested to see if he's able to enter the stadium, giving the protocols that the uh, Vegas Raiders have put in place in (laughs) Lamar's uh, inability to get vaccinated. But again, (laughs) dude, also the the best thing the Orioles got going is that they've, they've beaten the Bobby Bonilla deal. Have you seen what they're going to pay Chris Davis? No, they're not going to beat the Bobby Bonilla deal deal because the Chris Davis deal ends the year before the Bobby Bonilla no, deal. Well, that's, that's fucked up. That's
1: crazy. But I mean, that's just like crazy in terms thing. of the sheer amount of money that they're paying him. Oh, like, yeah, it's insane. Like, yeah, he's going to get paid through like 2030 something and get paid like
0: twelve. 2036, I think. Yeah. It's Bobby Bonilla like deal ends in like 2037 and the Chris <laughs> Davis deal ends in 2036. Oh, my God. God, like, would you rather be, yeah, would you rather be the Orioles who are going to
1: lose well over 100 games three years in a row have, like, still many years to go, like, probably will lose 100 again? Yeah.
2: The and best, and that, I mean, uh, the best they, they have, the have Yankees, going. And the Yankees, this Red Sox, and Tampa, and the
0: up and the coming, Blue, Jays. Like, Blue Jays. Blue Jays. their Jays.
1: division. There the is like, no hope like, oh, for them. They are fucked. They are,
0: they are beyond <laughs> screwed. Yeah, Un- for like 10 they, years. Yeah, like it, they just need to like they they need to start trading away prospects for like infants. Seriously, if I were them, <laughs>
1: like, if like, I were the Orioles, I'd be like, I'd be pushing extremely hard to be like, when they when they get two new teams, to be like, please realign us and put us in the NL, get us the hell out <laughs> of the AL East, put it me in the <laughs> yeah, NL put us in, like, East, like the now. The Phillies
2: and the Mets, oh, yeah, give us the goodness. Mets, please.
1: Yeah, like you want to talk about like garbage franchises currently. You
0: might (laughs) not be that far off.
1: I mean, I I would I'd beg for it. I'm not voting for any shit until you put us in the NL.
0: (laughs) I was gonna make the joke they should see if Vlad Jr. he's you know got like Vlad the Third and like they can like trade for Vlad the Third's like signing rights.
1: I would just If I were the Orioles, I would just look at the Indians as a blueprint and I'd be like, I'm we aren't even gonna care about bats. Just just build up a pitching pipeline, and it's the only way. Like if you're throwing well, Matt Harvey out there every fifth day, it's like you deserve to get oh
0: your ass kicked. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm Batman. pretty certain it was the uh, late great Les Levine always said, You're gonna win 60 and you're gonna lose 60. Every team wins 60 and every team loses 60. Not the 2021 Baltimore Orioles. Oh, there's or a Diamond good bag. chance that they might not win 60.
1: Well, uh, the freaking um, Rangers too. The Aren't Rangers they- are
0: another one. Yeah.
1: yeah, the Rangers are awful, man. They're they're absolute trash. Between between the or- um the Orioles have 40
0: wins, so they're not winning. Yeah, they might not win. There is a good chance that they do not get to six like. There was, I would put my money that they don't get to 50 with like five weeks. Oh, I was going to say 60, but with five weeks left, there's like a 0% chance that they, Oh, they're not no way 20 games. They will be lucky to get to 50. Honestly. I mean, it. that's a tough, it, yeah. I know under that's tough. If I said but. 53, if I said 53 over under 53, Okay, let me look at their. Let
1: me see where they're at right now. I mean, probably over, honestly. Probably over, just from like the law of averages.
0: Probably like 55 would be my guess. Fabs is doing a dive into the schedule. I'm diving into the standings. Oh, standings. Okay.
2: Okay, so they have 36 games left.
0: Sounds about right. Yeah. So they go what, 15 um, and 19. Um, yeah, sorry, they got to go
1: and, uh, 15 uh, 21. and 21 dude they
2: might they they might not get to I That'd mean be 55 let me, see, let me see how much that, like yeah. if they're playing a ton of like in their division i everyone think they in do cuz september in the
0: is september is pretty ne- the now with the schedules you play heavy dose of your division, oh, division right? yeah
2: oh if they're playing like heavy dose of di- i don't think they'll get to the 50 wins if they're playing heavy dose like i know that sounds insane with thirty six games, they only need to win ten.
1: But if so, ten and ten and twenty six gets them to fifty wins. Okay, so they
2: play, uh, they play yeah. Tampa, they play but. Toronto, they play New York, the, the Yankees. Uh, they might get some against Kansas City, but then they play Toronto Yankees, Boston, Philly, who's competing for the playoffs. They could get some against Texas, but then they play Boston and Toronto. So like. There's a they're good chance that they have like
0: games. another it sounds like there's a good chance that they have like a 10 game losing streak. Very, there. very possible. Because yeah, everybody they're
2: playing against except for like the Rangers is trying to make the playoffs. It's like right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Rangers so and uh Royals Again, fifty three. Yeah. I don't even know if they get to fifty three. <sighs> yeah, that's gonna be tight. I, I would take the under. I probably would too. They're they're an awful baseball team and then you can sell it on prop swap. <laughs> they might not even be
1: they could do that and still not end up with like the first pick cuz the Diamondbacks aren't far behind. So Diamondbacks
2: have, uh, they have Diamondbacks are 44 and 85.
1: Oh, they did they win?
2: They won tonight and in Baltimore 40 and 86.
1: <laughs> then what's Texas at?
2: 45 uh, I Texas think. Texas is Forty four and eighty three. Forty four. Okay. Holy hell. It would be super funny if like if like Texas and um uh the Orioles just tanked the rest of the season. I mean they're already tanking it, but like well, if you combine their their wins, they couldn't even like win one of the divisions in the AL.
0: <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> there's a good chance. Oh man, there's I didn't a think about good that. Good chance of that. Or oh, we say like wow. they wouldn't
2: be the one seed if you combine their wins. <laughs>
1: sure, dude.
2: Oh, That's a good God, question. Is, so is
1: would would the the Diamondbacks and Pirates, uh, would, would the Diamondbacks tour, and Orioles be a hundred? Will they end up being a one hundred
0: win team? If you just take their total wins, if, if we take their total wins, be the only 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 because, because they're right now only they're like the the an eighty-three win 44. team. That's eighty-four.
3: Yeah, they're 84-win 84 84 team. They have 60 some yeah, win Yeah, they, they, they're hundred win them. team. They have to.
2: Yeah, they'll they'll do it. Yeah, they'll do it. But I'd be like also remember by when but by we were how like many? But by how
0: many, <laughs> Maybe by only 5 <laughs> It'll be close.
1: Yeah, it'll be close.
2: That's sick. Also, when we remember when I remember listening to the radio like right before the season, and people were like, You're an idiot if you take the under on the Dodgers. Like they're 109 or whatever, 108. Oh, yeah. They're not even going to win their
1: division. No, I know. I think, and I think, well, I was, so I've, I've made a number of, of horrible predictions this year, but, and one of them was that I thought the Dodgers would, would be good enough to like, even like fight for the, the record. So that, let me throw that one out. Forget that I said that. I think they
0: all said that you hammer the over of like, what was it, like 104? I think that was. I, I, I thought, thought it was, it was like one hundred one or one hundred three. I I think you're right
2: because I we kept we kept talking about how bad the Giants were going to be, and I'm still <laughs> shocked every time I look and they're still they're still yeah, like
1: winning the division. The one the one that I'm hanging my hat on the one prediction that I'm hanging my hat on is if you roll the tape back early like halfway through when we were talking about like the rest of the year predictions, I believe I actually said the Braves were going to win the NL East, like. They were in third place at the time, and I and they were a few games under five hundred. And I, I had a feeling that they would. Oh, so yeah, that man. holds. Wow. If that Dude, holds, then the, I'll be. I
2: picked the Nationals. I'm fourteen yeah. games back.
1: <laughs> That's all right. I said a lot of other dumb shit, so it's
0: all right. I, I said one. So thing. what we're trying to say is, even though we sound smart sometimes. We it's a 300,
1: shit, we're 300
0: hitters. We're 300 hitters. Seven, we're all stars. seven times we're all out of ten. We're all stars when it comes asses. to our yeah. prediction.
1: <laughs> right. And my, yeah. other two predictions, my other two predictions were that uh, Cal Quantrill wins AL Pitcher of the Month for August, which is a very real possibility. And That is. he's got a 145 ERA in August in five starts. So if his next one to end the month goes well, I think I've got a real shot. And then my other one that may not hold, was that I? This is a, September's his best month. I said that Jose Ramirez would end with forty home runs. That was the other one that okay. may or may not hold.
2: What's he at now?
1: He's sitting at like twenty thirty. Is oh, that thirty? Maybe twenty nine. He's darn close. It, it's twenty nine or thirty. Devotion to accuracy department. I will look it up. September is by far his best month, typically. So as fabs looks that up this does put a good this is a good segue as we talk about these extremely horrifying franchises is one of the things that's come out uh recently and this is how it's going to go for a while is they bicker back and forth 29 uh 29 yes so maybe uh recently uh as the collective bargaining agreement expires after the season there's going to be a lot of changes going on in the game and one of them is that like Basically, they're trying to make it more comp- like trying to make it more compelling for fans and making teams, forcing teams to be more competitive. And one of the things that was thrown out there was, of course, a quasi-salary cap, uh, which we can get into. But interestingly, what was thrown out there was a one hundred million dollar salary floor as a proposition. And I'm interested in getting your guys' takes on it because, and I've seen a lot of people react. Positive to that, but to be honest, I don't personally see how that makes more teams competitive.
0: I don't. I don't I just see, see how, a lot more bad contracts. Yes, yeah, that's like that's my now only, you see a lot I of like that's Chris
1: the downside just, of it. Yeah, every team's gonna have a Chris Davis
0: contract where it's like, oh, fuck, do we want to be just, the NBA where guys who average sixteen points are making like twenty? million a season.
2: You mean Kevin Love or Tristan Thompson?
0: Like. (laughs) Right. Or what Dennis Schroeder wanted. I think you're going to start seeing, you're going to start seeing like NBA-like contracts. Yeah. Just because these teams are like, crap, like we got to get to this floor. So you're going to start seeing guys who are hitting like 230, making like $8 million a year. I, or, I mean, I
2: do think it helps a team that's smart like Tampa or Cleveland mm-hmm. where they'll just rely on good evaluation, building up their farm system, and then spending the obligatory money on extensions of like a Bieber, a Ramirez, yeah. and then getting a big free agent to operate how they are. But you're, you guys are totally right.
0: There are going to be so many dog shit contracts. Like it's going to be hilarious. So, and not to get caught up in the numbers, because I've kind of also heard that the 100 million was kind of sort of arbitrarily thrown out. And the soft cap was kind of also arbitrarily Mm -hmm. picked at 180 million. I think those numbers are. Close to what could be possibility. I really see a floor of more like seventy-five to eighty. Sure, and a cap of about two hundred. Well, so they already right
1: now it's two hundred and ten.
0: Yeah, so I think that they could readjust the caps.
1: Mm-hmm. Or you go like you go like one ninety like, at like twenty percent. You go. Or twenty five percent, you go like two ten again at twenty percent, and so on. I guess I could see, th- yeah, I mean, I could see that as a concept. It's just interesting to me because it's like something probably has to be done. I I don't know exactly what, but like the fact of the matter is, like it probably would benefit teams like the Indians and Rays because they're already like good at what they do but it doesn't automatically make like a shitty franchise like the pirates be like oh suddenly that was holding us back like yeah. that, like you know like for yeah. most yeah. of these bad teams like that's not the problem it might get worse yeah. for them yeah well that's they true could. yeah i mean you know half the time the problem like with the tigers is like you spent too much money already and you had to scale it back and you let these contracts go too long so for a lot of these teams, that might end up being the case too, because like, you know, you're giving ten-year deals to guys, and then you know the team starts to fall into like disrepair, and and owners are losing money, and they're like, oh, I'm screwed. Like, I don't know. It's uh, I don't see how that necessarily like magic. Now, what it would do is like with that tax, at, with the salary cap, the soft cap, that's how teams would pay to get to that floor. And so, yeah, like it's very enticing for Cleveland because it's like, oh, hey, Jose, we can make this very easy now. And you get an extension or yeah, yep. um, here's, like Bieber, here's like a four said,
0: year, hundred million dollar extension
1: paid for by the friggin' Yankees. So thanks. So that's that's nice. I like that idea. I think that's uh, glorious and fun. But
0: yeah, I don't see it. The only thing personally, I do love that, I think, that. I do love that side.
1: Yeah. Like, the, I would say I, I want an expanded playoff field before I want even, like, the salary stuff. Because, honestly, that will be the thing yeah, well, that puts more teams in regular contention.
0: Sure. Sure. And that's more money that could be generated as well. I mean, we've discussed that, you know, some of these. It's, it's kind of funny. Like, there was. A couple of bits of news that came out, you know, including this tax that really seems like you know, maybe Manfred and company uh were listening to our podcast. No, you know, not to take too much credit,
1: they might uh, maybe I'll have to check the heat map of uh, of cities and like every time we release an episode, there's yeah, like a ton I mean, in Manhattan. Yeah, see,
0: see if New York like <laughs> really picked up on the uh, we fix baseball episodes, maybe, maybe. I'm curious, but. Fabs, you bring up a good point because I do think a lot of teams would the smart ones would try to address some younger players with some deals. I'm trying to the Braves signed a couple of their guys. I'm trying to remember exactly who it was. I think it was like was it Albies? I think it was Albies where they gave him like a six year like hundred million dollar deal like, after his, like, first season. I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. So, like, you could start to see those deals where they're not, Or with like, the Padres and Tatis. They yeah. they did the 10-year yeah. well, I mean that. that right. Well, that one is... That's a... You know... But, I, I don't see Pittsburgh doing that. I'll, I'll put it at that. But I could see Pittsburgh doing a 7-8-year deal with you know a top prospect for a 100 million dollars i could see cleveland doing that too tampa you know all these team teams uh the vegas a's doing (laughs) that as well (laughs) yeah she's also said the montreal Rays or expos or whatever they become but yeah so that'd be cool you know i'd be i'd be for that you know you just Hope that you don't prematurely give, uh, you know, Jody Garrett a lot of
1: money. That's a thing. Yeah. Or uh, Jarrett Wright, you know, it's
0: uh, Jarrett Wright, you know, you hope you pick the right prospects.
1: The thing that's tough, the thing that's just tough is that baseball is a very like cyclical game and it's not like the NBA or NFL where it's like, oh, hey, guess what? You're like pretty much only one player away at any given time from like contending. Like, it's not that simple, but it's pretty, it's not that, like, you really only need a quarterback and you only need. It's not rocket
0: science. Yes.
1: It's like, here's the one freaking thing you need to compete in the NFL in baseball. It's so cyclical that like, once you kind of like exit a contention window and you like are honest with yourself about it and you try to maybe retool on the fly, like what Cleveland's doing right now, like naturally the pay, the payroll has to go down because it's mostly young players. And, and it's like, where would the hundred million come from for the Indians right now? Like, even if you gave Bieber and Jose extensions, you'd be at like,
0: yeah, that's future $5 million. Dollars. Like, it's like, well, there right would obviously, there were, obvi- I don't think that's you true. could just say you would have to, like the, the agreement would have to become, would have to come into place. Like, let's well, just hypothetically say this off season. And then you'd have to say by the 2025 season, you have to be within X. I think they'd be, you know, quicker than that. Give you some well, maybe. lead time. Yeah, maybe. That's two seasons. Know. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Or three, I'm sorry. Three seasons.
2: I mean, had this been in place, the Indians would have extended Lindor, probably.
1: Dude, they would have extended, like, Kluber. They would have extended Lindor. And then you'd be stuck with, like, again, one would be a very shit deal. And and Lindor, it's like, who knows? But, I mean, I guess I'm I'm willing to see it through. It's just, I mean, it's not my money. So what the hell do I care? But... Yeah, I find it interesting. I, I feel like it would only help Cleveland, but I do, I, you know, I guess I don't really care about anybody else. It's like, as a fan, I'm like, cool, that probably only helps our cause. So that's probably the point of it is that it really you cool. could then sign like your homegrown. So, like, it would be a way for you to not lose yeah. really, honestly, superstars. It's like
0: that, right. or you wouldn't, at least buy out some of the first years of free agency of them.
1: Totally true.
0: Yeah, yeah. Keep and when you and know, when you're, keep a guy and when
2: you're with a young core, you can you can add some vets. Then you can you know just add some contracts to get to that that floor. Because you use this year as an example.
0: Yeah,
2: like if they're just suddenly at the beginning of the season, like oh, we're implementing this. Go, the Indians would have you know added some big out. They might have thrown a bunch of money at Brantley. Like, come back. Here's thirty million dollars. We have to spend it anyway. It's not our money. So like.
1: Let's do this.
2: So that would have been great. That would have definitely kept them. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be great about it is if like you were able to you know succinctly see like okay this contract is being paid for by X team as like Jose signs his extension the president of that team has to be there watching him sign
0: (laughs) it. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be. That would be a fun wrinkle that gets us into our continuing
1: like morphing of baseball into like uh, professional wrestling just absolutely yeah. <laughs> where it just get, it just becomes more and more of like this crazy sideshow.
0: I love it. You know what CM Punk came back to the AEW. NFL has a, I saw, I saw <laughs> the, the NFL has become a new cycle for 12 months. This could help major league baseball become more of a new cycle. That's true. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, anything to help them be relevant. I mean, I do. I do agree with Steve though. Like, it, it, for me, for the Indians, like, I, yes, I, I want us to spend more money. But like, they're going to organically. You know, they're not going to spend 150 million dollars next year. But they'll probably spend like 70 to 85 million next season. It's fully, the uh, playoff
0: expansion. That's what I want. Give me that. Yeah, that's all I want. Give yeah. me playoff expansion. I'll begrudgingly take the Jersey ads because that's coming, and
1: whatever. I'll, I also know.
0: want Universal Universal DH. Are they going to say healthcare? V- uh, oh no. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to get political, but, um, but also yes. Okay, but also yes.
2: <laughs> Universal DH. I have some friends out here who are like diehard Dodger and Giants fan. They get enraged with me. That's the only time they ever agree. When I'm like, "Yeah, we should have the DH." They're like, we should not. And they get. I'm like, I don't want to see your picture bat.
1: I, I just don't. I don't get that. I don't. I don't
0: need to see it.
1: Like, oh, Clayton Kershaw hit a home run in 2012. I'm not cool. Can't. Madison
2: Bumgarner has three home runs in the last six years. I'm like, cool. Like, awesome. Okay. So like, oh,
1: I just saw him rope a double. It's like, cool, man. He's hitting 063 on the season. And he looks like
0: <laughs> a like, dumbass at the plate half the time. It's like Tim Tebow could probably bat better than this guy. right? You know, All half right.
1: the freaking pitchers carry their bats upside down and their helmets are on backwards. So I don't know what in the world. Right. It's like, get the hell out of here with that shit. Like, And if you're if a Dodgers you fan. To- you, if you're a Dodgers fan, you're like, oh great, another lineup spot where I can go and like, it's like cool. Um, I'll go sign uh anybody I want from any team and give them yeah. Well, know, that's, you know, why, that's why that's why I'm dollars. so
0: shocked that the players' union isn't like on board with it because it's another roster spot that yeah, would that's make decent money yeah that would make decent money. Also, there should be some kind of rule that if any one of your players is I'm going to say out of uniform, wearing a jacket, batting in like April. <laughs> oh, That's incredible. an automatic. Yeah. I, love no, it. I love it so
1: like, much. I love when they put the jacket on when they're on the bases. Like when they get cold standing at like first base yeah. when they get on somehow. And they put on the jacket. It's a real Little
2: League move, like waiting for the school bus. It's, a, it's incredible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
2: Mom, Dad, you're
0: embarrassing me. I don't want to wear, wear my, to my wear jacket. jacket.
2: You got to keep your arm. You gotta keep the arm warm. You're in the sixth inning. Like we need you for two more. <laughs> we might
0: need you for two-thirds of an inning. No!
1: <laughs> Nobody else is wearing the jacket. Why are you making me?
2: Just it's the do puffy it, one. Okay. It's the puffy okay, basement's okay. making. Okay, fun I'll wear of me. the puffy he's... coat. I'll
0: wear the puffy coat. <laughs> Just put it on. First baseman cut off his sleeves of his jerseys wearing his tank top. i <laughs> is gonna cool. comfortable. That guy's super cool man. <laughs>
1: I could swear I swear I think it's just like maybe because like I was a kid but and like they were so roided out that like there's like this memory that I have that like guys were doing that all the time that somehow guys were everywhere were cutting off their I sleeves. have a memory of
2: Earl Hershiser doing it in the World Series and I don't know if that actually happened
1: <laughs> uh, that was Chris Sale
0: and he was just ticked off <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i always just get this feeling that like i have this like no, weird maybe like false memory like, that there like,
0: were like no i think steve i think you're on to something i just think that they were sort like i i just don't think the jerseys fit right so it looked like that like right yeah they were shitty like, jerseys they were like they were like rawlings jerseys that were like basically like a woman's like blouse like top that just like covered their shoulders And it almost just gave the appearance of being like a cutoff shirt. Yeah. All right. Maybe it was that. I think Um, it was that.
1: Okay. So the other thing. So speaking of, uh, you know, salary caps and all that payrolls and all that good stuff. What's the update, Chris, on the Indian search for minority ownership? I saw you had a note in there.
0: Well, it all started with. Somebody buying a minority stake in a team. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh. He's with the Brewers. Giannis. Yeah, I was like, who did that? Like, yeah, it's awesome because now homes. he just shows up at the games with his
1: son, and they just like go nuts. Like, it's it's the most like awesome, amazing thing.
2: As much as I wanted the Suns to win, and I I did. I am like Giannis is incredible, and I'm so happy he won because now he just gets to do cool shit. And yep. he signed that extension his whole when everyone's like, "Oh, he's going to the Heat or he's joining the Warriors." Like he doesn't want to be in Po Dunk, Milwaukee, and it's just like it's tremendous that.
0: And he doubles he's down and this. buys part of the brew, right? Now he's like,
2: "Oh no, I'm buying. I'm just gonna eventually own the Packers too." Like I got this,
0: right? And he, like his stake, I don't
1: know the specifics of his stake, but like I'd be very yeah. shocked if it didn't grow. You know, especially as like he makes like shit tons more money. In the NBA, well, it's like that. Really is gonna like help that team contend for like years. There's a good chance that that will like keep them solvent for a while. Good,
2: a good time in that division too, because like everyone, I mean the Reds, I think we're gonna be pretty fun for the next few years. But Ooh, the like Cardinals the Reds, are extending Yadier Molina. Uh, still, he's still on that team. Somehow. One more year. He's retiring after next year. Nothing. Said. Yeah. The pirates are never a thing. So yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Based on that, I was gonna say, yeah, if there was like a Cleveland athlete that you guys would like to see buy into the Indians, like who would it be? Could be past I would want as well. Doesn't have to be current. If it was me, I would want LeBron to come do it because he has right, the he most part of he owns part of the Reds Red Sox.
1: Yes, he does. That's right. That's right. I forgot cuz people were ripping him uh for not uh paying more attention in the offseason and filming space jam. And he was yeah. people were mad that he so wasn't he addressing part the, red of the red Sox, Sox. pitching. <laughs> I forgot. But it was like an Arsenal I forgot. group.
2: It's a group it's a group that like, he owns with like Arsenal or whatever like. But they own part of the other they but own you the Red Sox you too. Yeah. Couldn't,
1: so yeah, unless he divested from he that. Can't own both. Um
0: That's a good I mean it's a good question. So and it's Patrick like the, Mahomes owns Part of the Royals too, so yeah. I have a good one. I have a yep. weird. I have
2: I have a really fun one, and I have a super weird one that would be hilarious. All right, my weird one is Igawskis. Okay, like, <laughs> tremendous. He still, I don't know. he like, still
0: lives in the area.
2: Yeah, he kay. lives in the area. So, and my fun one is Baker.
0: Yeah, that would, Baker Baker immediately would immediately jump to mine. Yeah, oh, if he signs like, like if he signs like that oh big God.
1: extension, you know, yeah. Or here's a fun one. Okay. What if it was Nick Chubb and yes. like he just like he goes about his business? Like, you know how like when Stone Cold when Edder enter the facility and it would just be like he'd have like that swag walk. Yes. It, or either that or it would be like the Goldberg walk where it was like that music playing. Like Chubb would bring such a weird intensity to the ownership role that I would yes. be all about it. Like I could see him walking into a a sweet, like, he was Goldberg and just, like, he's, intimidating the he's shit like, out of people. He's but he, like won't say, of he won't five. say anything.
2: He won't say anything. He's one of my That's top true. five Cleveland athletes, I think, ever. I'm obsessed with Nick Chubb. Like, I love him so much. I'm so glad we extended him.
1: Yeah. I'm into that. I, here's, here's... Yeah, I'm super pumped about that. Actually...
0: A group? It's a group of Chubb, Garrett, and Baker. I mean,
3: yeah. Ooh.
0: Yes, yes. And they're all well, just, let me just like, ask you hey, in Jarvis, because Jarvis is... If they just like well, pulled like, it all together. Yeah, they pulled like, their hey, like, here's They like, won
2: the Super Bowl and they used their Super Bowl shares to buy
0: minority ownership. Because, okay, so, but like, I'm actually thinking of it from like a logical perspective. Like of Nick Chubb will have like $25 million in the bank. That's like two percent of the Indians like and after, after he wealth. pays
2: everybody like let's say he, yeah let's say each of them though you get five guys so you're talking about Garrett Baker Chubb, Jarvis and Odell they convince him it's a good investment I don't know <laughs> they each put in five million dollars so it's 25 mil
0: but that's still only like like they're gonna need like two percent right,
2: from a minority ownership
0: perspective like you're you're talking probably like 200 million dollars Okay, like, so like but that's size but owner. that's what uh, Sherman owned, and he had like a twenty percent stake. Okay, so if they want like a ten, like okay, yeah, like let's just say like a hundred million guy. dollars. I I got someone so. Not to cut you off, so Chris, Baker would have to. Baker would have to be like the guy who kind of. Garrett too. Garrett's on that crazy. And Garrett, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. When if Garrett and Baker are on board, when Baker's eventually signs like a, an extension, like those two would be the ones that would be like, yeah, we can we can do this. They're
0: like the face of the
1: group. And they could legitimately
2: just- put in a hundred million dollars combined. Like,
1: here's my here's my one that's like so out of left field, pun intended. That uh I'm going to throw out there is I'm reading this book called The Game, and it's about like. It's about the history of like baseball from like 1992 up until like 2010, and so it's like it's like the whole 90s era, and it's like how Bud Selig took over the commissioner's role and like what they did to like fix the game and blah blah blah, and yeah. it's really really interesting stuff. And I'm at the point in the book in like the 90s when like George Bush was owning the Rangers, and yeah. okay. Like I didn't really know a lot about like his tenure as like a very small owner of the of the mm-hmm. Rangers, but like they definitely Sammy Sosa like, was
0: traded during that tenure.
1: Yes. He really didn't have much. He was like the face of the team, even though he had like a two percent or eleven percent by the end of it, 13 maybe, uh, ownership. But anyway, he was like this very public face, and the Rangers were drawing like two million fans under his tenure each year because like okay he was very public he was out there like getting to know people he's like he's George Bush so like
0: if right. nothing else people
1: becoming him governor too so the funny thing about that is he wanted to become commissioner and Bud Selig said no and basically he was like I'm gonna take that job and Bush had to actually he never wanted to run for governor, but because he couldn't get the commissioner's job, he was like, I guess I'll just do this. So we can blame that's, Bud Selig for the Afghanistan geez.
2: war. That's literally how we get our worst presidents, where Trump wanted to get his NBC extension. They said no. And then he's like, I guess I'll keep running for president.
1: And that's what it was. Was Bush was like, I desperately would rather like be commissioner. And it just the timing wasn't right. And nobody, none of the owners really wanted it. Because they didn't think he was like, here you go. They didn't think he was seasoned smart enough, enough to do it, seasoned or smart enough. So, um, but here's the thing: is he has this magnetic <laughs> personality. Became president and then he re- ruled the world basically. So, <laughs> Jesus. And uh, you know, so now we have. So uh, are, are have you Bud saying C-Lick George W.
0: Are you saying George W. Comes in
1: biased parts of the Indians? No, 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 no. I mean, no. Okay, but I'm, I'm saying okay. that like he has this like. I, and originally, like the guy that always gets thrown out there is like Mark Cuban. Is like a guy that is the public face of your team who gets people excited to go. The guy that I actually think who would be sweet to do this, who's like the biggest showman in, in the world, would be the Rock. Oh boy, I think the oh, Rock boy. should buy the ownership stake oh. in the in the Guardians and like be like this baller ass public
0: face oh, of the team. Oh, My God, yeah, you scared me. I thought you were going to say like Elon Musk or something like that. Uh, no, God.
2: I don't want our <laughs> team like, to, like, be uh, playing on a hover field or some bullshit.
0: It's, <laughs> like, Elon Musk makes you ride, like, his, like, scooter contra... Like, the pitchers don't have, like, a bullpen cart. They have, like, these, like, like scooter like contraptions truck. that, like, they just, like, slip off. And, like, they all fall and, like, roll an ankle. They're and, not like, allowed yeah. to, like, energy
2: drink. It's just, like, here's yeah. Soylent. And they're, like, we don't want yeah. Soylent. Like, like stop. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. The Rock... I, I like that. that. I, I imagine that.
2: him wanting to come out on his like bronco or bull like monster truck like at the beginning yeah. to throw every first pitch.
0: My only Done. concern <laughs> is does he have enough money after buying the XFL? <laughs> That's right. I forgot he owns an entire league. He just owns an entire I, get, I guarantee league. you that man is sitting. He's going to be a billionaire. Like, oh, Yeah. If he's, he's not already. like stupid like, right? money from like Netflix to film movies that are probably going to bomb.
1: Yeah, he's worth over three hundred million (laughs) dollars. I guarantee you, he'll be a billionaire soon enough. He he could get a group easily together. Oh, absolutely. I think. I think that. I think he'd be like the perfect. I think what this team needs desperately is like a public face that isn't the Dolans, because the Indians. If the Indians like one true weakness is that they really have kind of like not the best PR right and- no
0: and unfortunately when paul speaks he tends to say goofy things like yeah what was and it people oh, latch onto it when the guardians name when the guardians when we were announced as the guardians being the name he's like well we're not named after a bridge and it's like well paul there are statues literally right outside your stadium called the guardians <laughs> of transportation do you think people just like randomly chose guardians as the suggestion yeah. suggested name? Like did you like, just see we the name most Definitely named after the
1: bridge. Sorry. Yeah. And then um, people latched on to the enjoy him.
2: I thought, Steve, were you gonna ask a question when Chris and I went wild?
0: Um no, well, I think it was about Steve's the Steve's question was Okay, it was about the rock. Perfect. Was the news and So just as a little bit of background information, like real estate development, you know, just different business things going on around town is another thing that I like to uh, kill my time researching and reading about. And um, we discussed it last episode, actually, how there are areas right around the stadium that are for sale. There's actually even more that I read about in an article today uh, that might get developed. Some of the parking lots behind the stadium are also being viewed at as possible areas for development. But in this article today, um, there are three ownership groups that are looking to get that minority stake, one of which is a local group. And two outside groups are all looking to become minority owners uh, with the probability that they would, you know, buy the team from the Dolans. Um, No names were named, but um, it sounds like there are three real strong candidates. Maybe one,
1: hey, if it's two out of town, The Rock, you can't tell me The Rock isn't.
0: Potential no, radio
1: You're no. Right.
0: that was that and that was not you know dismissed in the article that it was not <laughs> yeah it wasn't randomly dismissed <laughs> i have a fun combo
2: though the rock as your showman and tom hanks because he's a cleveland oh,
1: hanks would be he voiced it and he's a cleveland indians he did fan. he did and he has money Yes, he has shitloads of money that he, he probably doesn't want to give to his money. son, Chet. He's like, <laughs> oh, I'll put it, t- I'll God. give it somewhere else. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm going to do a reggae I, album. I, I'm pretty sure
1: Chet, every day he speaks, loses more and more of his inheritance. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I imagine like uh, Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks just go into their basement where like the inheritance is and they just Dude, move like, a oh. little bit more over to Colin Hanks' pile. Every yeah, it's day. that
1: like. It's a giant right? money sack Colin with like a dollar sign on it, and they just take out like a few stacks
0: and they just put it into another. Like Colin shelf. really doesn't need it, but oh yeah, Colin doesn't need it. Yeah, Chet really doesn't deserve it. Yeah, and Chet's gonna use it on like really weird and stupid shit, like oh more yeah. fake accents. Yes, <laughs> oh <laughs> god, just more cultural appropriation. My, my
2: accent guru costs
1: ten million a year. <laughs> He'll be investing. I I guarantee you, with the way things are going, he'd be one of those people investing in like the next horse dewormer being used <laughs> as a as a uh a, a unconventional treatment of various. Yeah, what happened to
2: all of our, our money? I invested in our horse dewormer and in the Nexium call. Oh no!
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does okay. So also, he start his own. Cult, I just looked really. it up. Tom Hanks does also have two other children. So maybe they're getting a cut.
2: Oh, they're probably getting most of I mean, it, they're yeah.
0: totally getting a cut. I I mean... Chad because be Colin careful, Hanks... Man. Colin Hanks is, like... Also, like, owns, like, a tie company, I've just found out. He does. Out. Yeah. That's right.
2: I have a question for you real quick. Okay. If your parents were, like, super, like, like Tom Hanks wealthy, would you rather them give you your inheritance in the form of money? Or... Would you rather them buy into a sports team like right now, you knowing that like, oh, I'm going to get like, they're buying 10%. I'm going to get in and I'm going to own tw- 20% when they pass away. What would like? What would be your preference? Because if you if you wait to get the money, you won't be able to buy in because it's going to cost more to buy into it. Yeah. I like, would no, totally to buy
1: in. But that's... Yeah, I would, I would want the team. Okay. Yeah, me too. I would totally want the team because like my goal would be eventually to... Become like a major, like to do to try and become like a majority owner, yeah. Like through whatever methods that you possibly could, and then like, like you could run it like the hostile takeovers, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Steinbrenner. I didn't really realize that like after a while, Steinbrenner, the Yankees were his only source of yeah making money. It's the same with the Dolans now, and like, the, buses. Yeah. the buses, the buses. Yeah, I mean, source. You can run a team as if it's a business, and it's like that would be fun.
0: That'd be so fun. So Tom, according to the Google, Tom Hanks is worth four hundred million. You get him and The Rock together; that's Jesus. a Billy.
1: I'm yes. ready. But so then they're Amazing. like,
0: then they're bankrupts. <laughs> Give us, yeah, they you know, they'll it. get
2: some They'll get some venture capitalist firm. So they'll be like, we'll put in five hundred million. You guys put in five hundred million. That will buy the team, and then they'll they'll divvy. They'll have some pool of. So they'll get a bank on or something to like float for the uh to run the actual team.
0: You know who has some money in Hollywood?
2: The Paul brothers.
1: God no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, you we get we you know what's close, gonna happen man. is like the majority owners the majority owners of the team um in like 10 years are gonna be like a team of TikTok kids, and they're just gonna TikTokers? be like the worst oh, like sons uh, of
0: bitches. Uh yeah,
1: you,
2: gonna get, them, go, like, you get like YouTubers, pranked. And, like they prank everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah it's fucking. Yeah. Right. So let me just say this with full disclosure, because this man is also getting stupid money from Netflix movies that I hope don't aren't terrible. Um, and he just well, if Netflix, a, Good luck. And he just also bought a professional team in Wales, but my near and dear to my heart ryan reynolds but his net worth is only 150 million according to google but yeah, similarly to how he made his money there's another gentleman out in hollywood who owned a spirits company and sold oh. it george clooney He mm. he's a
2: billionaire he for a billion so, dollars. a billion So is a Rihanna. Million. Can Rihanna yeah. own the Indians? <laughs> Can you imagine if The Rock, Rihanna, and George Cooney were like, we're going to buy the Cleveland Guardians?
1: Oh. And Tom Hanks, just because of and the. Tom just, Tom they Hanks. all team just, up? Like, fuck yeah, this. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right. It's going to be some. It's going to be the most boring ass. Some like,
2: real estate firm, for sure. Yeah. Some real yeah, estate. That shir- and it'll
0: be that sh- uh the guy that was named, I forget his name, it escapes me now, but he like owns an insurance company or yeah, whatever. So. It's
1: gonna be a crust it's gonna be a a, a, a number of crusty white men yes. that will be as boring as you can imagine and whatever. If it if it helps the meanwhile uh, we could have some, these some more payroll.
0: super cool dudes who are owning good tequila companies yep. making just like franchise, you know, franchise hit after franchise hit.
2: Or we'll get really what? lucky and we will be the entourage guys will pull their money together and they'll buy it.
1: <laughs> Fine. So they'll have all these I'll great
2: take any-
0: entourage-themed
2: nights. Oh, God.
0: Oh, I'll take anything. It's Turtle
2: Night at the park.
0: <laughs> what is the net worth of those guys? It's got to be like Probably a collective like five mil. I would I say mean, it's probably,
2: I, mean I would say 20, million, 20 okay, they, they that's were making fair. good that's money fair. this last season yeah. Entourage. Like I think they were probably making 500,000 to a million an episode.
0: So. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they were doing too bad. Hold on. Ooh, here's another name. Approximate net worth $350 million. And this guy did just buy a car dealership on the West side of Cleveland marky mark oh yeah and he mark also Wahlberg, has a burger I mean, state mark walberg has a burger joint that's true maybe just a, like a block away from the stadium yeah he's got a car dealership in the area true. the man's investing yeah, he, in cleveland
1: he, yeah that's weird that he does does seem to have like a growing presence in the in the region that actually tracks well he and the rock are close they
0: Tain did do him. that awesome movie together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Tony Shalhoub, get him involved. What's his... Tony what's Shalhoub his monk, becomes, his, love, his monk
2: give, me, give me Monk Night. Yeah, give me Adrian Monk Night. Where, where you have to solve... They do a murder mystery on the field after the game. <laughs>
0: Come on down for I'm a might, monk I'm gonna, bobblehead. I'm Who gonna Flander? entertain Tony Shalhoub's net worth. Like I it mean, turns out, like Tony Shalhoub
1: comes from like royalty, and he's just like sitting on like ten billion dollars. And he's like, I don't know, I guess I'll buy his team. Yeah,
0: dude,
1: well, Tony Shalhoub is Dreyfus
2: Does come from money?
1: She does. She does, dude. Tony Shalhoub is a magnetic character actor. I think he would do well. He is
2: over twenty million dollars net worth.
1: Jerry Seinfeld order. could buy a team, probably, based on what the hell okay. he makes in royalties from uh I mean he the wants show. the Mets
2: though. You know he wants I the know. Mets. Yeah.
1: But they just got a new owner, so he's gotta go somewhere else. He does. Yeah,
0: but yeah, you you know, I mean Steve
1: could, Cohen's really fucking up in his first year.
0: He's he's definitely got pretty. some Steinbrenner in him. Steve Cohen oh, yeah. might be like, Hey, uh, Jerry, I need a favor. I need you to buy part of the team take a little bit of the heat off of me. I'm cool with that? Like, I don't know you're diehard. Come on, man. His request. I don't think is Steve like, Cohen has any problem
1: whatsoever just spouting off though. Oh yeah, he loves he loves it. Jerry Seinfeld's request is like
2: we need to have B movie night
1: twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I'm gonna write out this one movie for the rest of my life.
2: <laughs> yeah, this movie that was like very oh, just okay. This
0: Movie that also yeah. was overshadowed by an, a Disney movie that was quite similar. That right. same summer,
2: yeah, it's not even like it was Shrek. Like that'd be one thing where it's like, oh yeah, Shrek. Like yeah, it was no, a, it was a huge Bugs movie.
0: Life.
1: Yeah, no, Bugs <laughs> Life came out like a decade before. Yeah, a Ants B movie. It was Bugs Life and Ants. Oh, Ants was Ants. So, so we already even the thing worse. was no, but to your point worse. though, Chris, we already had two superior insect-centric animated movies, and Jerry Seinfeld was like, the one thing I'm gonna do. Is yeah. Just make another one, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Right. It's like, I
2: okay. But see, <laughs> sure. now he's like living his best life. He's like, I'm gonna get paid till like I go have breakfast with my best friends in <laughs> yeah, my car collection. True. So that is he's true. Like, he gets it. He gets it. No, he's
1: a, he's did it perfect. Where he was like, I made my hit show, and then I'm gonna just go back to playing clubs. Like you'll never see me do that bullshit ever again. Like you'll never have a chance to like rip my next project. And I won't be like on some, like, I won't be on like 12 failed sitcoms. Like, no, I did it. And now I'm going to buy the Cleveland Guardians. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: a part of a conglomerate (laughs) buying the Cleveland Guardians. Of like 24 celebrities. (laughs) Yes. We're all putting in $100 million.
2: Would you take Jerry Seinfeld buying buying the Cleveland Guardians, giving them like a $200 $200 million payroll, but he changes the name again to the Cleveland B-movies, and we have yellow B-jerseys.
0: Now, here's where I get Put worried about But the payroll's $350 this. million. Dollars. Yeah. Here's where I get worried about this, because this is all starting to sound very Planet Hollywood restaurant-esque <laughs> to yes. me. Yes. And yeah. uh, that was a shooting star that oh flamed down very quickly.
2: I enjoyed it every time I went to a Planet Hollywood. I went to like three of them in my life and it always had a very average cheeseburger,
0: and guys, I'll get some cool memorabilia. Um, a very <laughs> what average. What more could you ask $40 for? cheeseburger. Right.
2: Yeah. What more could a kid ask for?
0: That's what my parents are paying for. Did it you I know I shit. Went, it, it I, could be a $1,200. Yeah, your...
2: <laughs> yeah. Give me free one. I went to one cups, this summer.
0: Please. I went to a Planet Hollywood this summer. There's still, like there's in Disney Springs, baby. Wow. Disney is a magical spot. Yeah. If you want to play Hollywood, you got to go to Niagara Falls, Canadian side, or Disney. <laughs> like, I'm pretty certain those are the only two locations.
1: Wow! You see any cool? You see anybody's cool guitar? That's more like hard rock.
0: That's more hard rock. But I did <laughs> see, I did see the the katanas from Deadpool. So, Whoa, that, that, that was nice. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's right up your alley. Yeah.
2: Oh, for Planet Hollywood food diehards, uh, you can go to the United Terminal at LAX Airport. They have a Planet, uh, Planet Hollywood bistro stand where you can get cold sandwiches and water. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and on Thursdays, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's there, <laughs> <laughs> just aimlessly walking.
2: Have by. a safe departure.
0: <laughs> Get to the chopper. Come on, <laughs> come on. Oh, Wouldn't you love that?
2: This episode is going oh. kind off the rails, and I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a great episode. This this is one of my favorites. <laughs> we really settled into the into the whimsical. On this one, it was like ha- it was like a half uh half legitimate baseball talk, and then Steve, we we're like, we're still hey, I don't know, the,
2: Steve, there, we're still was, in the episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're still recording, dude. It like, felt like, I, I, know, ret- more- I feel like you're a retrospective. Like, yeah, guys, good episode. All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> I mean, we're about to wrap it up. <laughs> there was one other thing that I wanted to. Um, what do you want me to say? <laughs> to to mention that, yeah, baseball Bring did back. come out. Bring with- us back. Oh, we got me, we got a few try. more minutes left. So there's talk of a pre-tacked baseball. Um, oh yes. Making I the rounds. I and saw too, yeah. um some of the guys that played over in Japan during the Olympics, I almost said World Series. I don't know why. Because clearly not. But the Olympics, um the balls were pre-tacked. So I don't know if we had mentioned that in our we fix baseball or if we were just saying like, we had hey, randomly let them lose sunscreen and like rosin. Uh, but, Terry Francona um, earlier this season had mentioned the balls in Japan. We yeah. had talked about it briefly. Yeah. Apparently like SSK is the official manufacturer of the uh, Japanese league ball. And um, some of the guys were raving about it during the Olympics. So Usually, baseball exploring that. So, stay well, it tuned. sure
1: makes more sense than just like, hey, clubhouse guy, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, that you know, <laughs> might be a better process to have like a oh, scientifically tackled. Yeah. Go, go, go on to Amazon go onto Amazon and spend, you know, 20 grand on sticky substances. Right.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. I know that that was a pretty cool development that that. <laughs> well, I'm sure James Karen doing doing will uh, something. enjoy that. Because if you look at James, by the Karen, way, I'm glad that you mentioned him. Have you seen again, not to to kill everybody on Twitter today, but have you seen the people who are already like, do we trade James Karen check this offseason? And I'm like, oh yeah, I can't. <laughs> no, we don't. Right. Like.
1: The guy's got some stuff to figure out for sure, but it's like, why on earth? Sure, and, like, and also, like, what do you think you'd get for like, like a setup guy a slash 25 closer year old who's like, right? Yeah, like he's like a middle reliever. Like, what, what do you, what do you think you're gonna get for him? Just <laughs> like, let him develop, man. Our bullpen yeah. is super young. God,
2: like, class A's a baby. he's God,
0: like. I mean, Plus, he's saves already, he already He's actually yeah. a, rookie. Yeah. He's Plus, like, he's been, a rookie. He's still a rookie. He's been
2: great. He's what? Tw- is he 22? He's 22, right?
0: 22 or maybe just turned 23. Like, yeah.
2: Let our bullpen develop. Like, yes, I know we, we all wanted. We wanted to be in the playoffs this year. And like crazier things have happened. Like I know that like famous Mets team or whatever uh, going into September. Like crazier things have happened. But like this team has been horribly injured for months and we're above 500 and we control everybody of value on this team for the next like four years. And we have so many good young up and coming guys and they're likely going to expand the playoffs to 14 teams after the collective bargaining agreement ends this season. So like they're going to be, if they expand to 14 this year, they would be like right there. Like they would probably make the playoffs this
1: season they'd be at least, like, a couple games out. Yeah. yeah. I think they'd
2: be, like, two games out of that final playoff spot.
0: When I was walking into work today, I just went back and I thought about that, like, what, nine-game losing streak we had to start mm-hmm. in July. Yeah. yeah. And I go, man, if we had gone four and 5
2: Mm-hmm. We'd be five games behind the White
0: Sox. <laughs> and we'd be, like, Four, three games out of the wild card.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's all it takes. I mean, that's really, truly all it takes is one bad stretch like that, and that can. It. I mean, it goes back to the Les Levine thing that you said, Chris. It's like you, you know, you win sixty and you lose sixty. That's one hundred and twenty games. What do you do with the other forty two? And if you lose nine of them, (laughs) like right off of the rip, there, it's like that's tough to come back from. You put you're digging uh, a huge hole. And
0: they've played really well since. I mean, I mean they've played um they're like five hundred they're five hundred ball this month, yeah, which is all we've asked for. September, outside of playing the White Sox like 14 of the like 30 games, you know, the other what sixteen games seem very winnable. Don't they go do they go to they go to Boston and New York, don't they? Yeah. They go to uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Also, the oh, Indians and have
2: won. Milwaukee games does in a row come in, in the past.
0: too. So, yeah.
1: What's that, Fabs?
2: The Indians have won 22 games in a row in the past. Why can't it happen now?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know if people, if, if people like understand how hard it was that they not only won like 22, but then like, was it the year before or two years before that, they also won like 14 or 15 in a row? Remember that? I think it was the year before. Yeah, it was the year yeah, before. I think yeah. it was the year before. They were just ripping off these huge streaks left and right as if it was just this common thing. And people people get so spoiled. And the people Orioles no are doing the idea. same thing,
2: but the opposite.
1: <laughs> yeah, the opposite way. The uh, The Diamondbacks, too. They, they lost like 20-some road games in a row. It was like insane. It was yes. like some absurd uh, uh, streak that they were on. I don't know if it was. I think it was road games Didn't the or something. Tiger,
0: the Tigers has something like that too. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Well,
1: hey, if you talk to people on social media, that that apparently is a preferable like path. Like they they'd prefer to to be dog shit and lose uh, 110 games. So, what do we know? All right. We're closing in on our here. We're just a mid Yeah. So we got there are some things we didn't get to touch on, uh, which we can bring up in our next episode, one of which is I definitely want to give props to the Reds because they are actually in the playoffs right now if they ended today, this season. So that boggles the mind. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Man, I'm happy for them. The Reds are way, way better than anybody gives them credit for. That lineup arguably is the best lineup in baseball, and they have a pretty legit rotation when you look at it. it's they are uh, they're about as under the radar as you can get but oh they're pretty good they're pretty damn good so And we gotta get our we'll play forever i hope he does man god i would love 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 to win a world series or at least like go deep in this playoffs
2: i would love if the if the reds won the world series this year that would be so phenomenal
1: a nice raise reds world series Oh my God! <laughs> the ratings super for that would be super <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh Awful, God. just, just like they—they're riding high on the Field of Dreams game, and it would just all come crashing down. No,
2: because you know, in the a- a- ALCS and the NLCS, it would be like the Reds versus the Dodgers, and like and the, the Rays versus the Yankees, or something. And it's yes. like we're gonna get a Yankees. Yeah, it would be the same
0: thing it would be the same thing from the NBA where they were like oh I hope it's not Milwaukee and Phoenix right those I cities it. suck I, And then I, it just suddenly I becomes like so this isn't any, this isn't what I,
1: <laughs> Yeah like this isn't baseball this isn't what I wanted it's like well what do you mean like these are like two good teams I don't know what to tell you and then when you get the like
2: Cavs Warriors, it's the same thing every year. I'm so over this, and it's like, for God's sakes, just be quiet. I know,
1: no, I know. Sign off your computer. (laughs) Honestly, probably the world would be a much better. No, the world wouldn't be a better place without social media because these people would still exist. It's just that now there's now I have to see their comments. Yeah, now they're in my house. Now, yeah, now they're in my right. Yes, now I'm consuming them, and it's terrible. Maybe I just get off social.
0: we could just like dream of their existence in the past and be like, you know, there's probably somebody who actually believes X. Right. And then you just spend enough time in, and you'd find those people. They're ev- they're everywhere now.
1: <laughs> That's a nice grim way to end this episode, but whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> we had some fun, didn't we? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go did. drink my sorrows away after that. God. Yeah. Yeah yeah sorry everybody if you made it this far into the episode i apologize uh the whimsy will be back uh next week but um in the meantime be sure to (laughs) as we just got done ripping social media follow us on social media calpino pod and uh talk to you guys later